Hi, I'm Georgia Love, and you're listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Hello, ladies, and anyone else. (laughs) Welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. It's the world's best and only podcast that me and Max host. Hey, that's correct. It's a Bachelor podcast. We talk about the TV show The Bachelor. Yeah. Ever heard of it? Do you know if there are any other Australian Bachelor podcasts happening the, this season? There's a couple. Ah, uh, pass. Same as last year. Yeah, okay. Thanks for bringing it up, Max. No, don't go looking for it in the podcast app. Just go looking for this one and give it five stars. And you already iTunes. found it. So there it is. half the work's already done. Oh, there we go. Now Thank you only you. have to sit quietly and listen for like an hour, <laughs> an hour and a half maybe, <laughs> if I don't feel like editing. <laughs> um, hey, it's me, Xavier Rebetsky noonan I'm one of the top two hosts of this podcast. Correct. Uh, and uh, uh, my, my co-host wants to talk. Esteemed colleague. My Max co-host Quinn. talks too much. He made me breakfast, but I hate bacon and eggs. His name's Max Quinn. Hi, Xavi. That's a really good reference. <laughs> Not bad, Deep right? confidence, I, man, Paul. I was listening to it on the way here. Uh-huh. I was getting pumped up. Getting pumped up on mm-hmm. the comp man. Um, boyfriends. That's something that's a hot topic in terms of this TV show. The Bachelor? The Bachelor. <laughs> All right. Not a great start this <laughs> week, i got to say. Max, how are you? Xavier, it's really nice to see your face. Yes, you too. I've missed you. Um, let's address yeah. the, the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's very late. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not like it's 8 p.m. Like, sure. It's, it's Tuesday night. I know. And we, the next episode like comes out when? Tomorrow. Fuck. Like, it'll be airing t- uh, 24 hours from now. Damn it. This is not good. We've, we've done a bad thing. We've dropped the ball here. Well, here's the thing. So, we talk so My much about... My balls have dropped. We talk, <laughs> we talk so much about how everyone else's coverage of The Bachelor is really bad, yep. and it's toxic, and, yes. and, it, and it sucks, and it, and it uh, ruins our week and stuff. Mm. It's very prompt, though. You have to give them that. Yeah, it's They true. always manage to just get it right out. There. Push it right out. Um, like a we, child. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like giving a chi- like childbirth. Exactly like that. It's just like very that. quick it's just and like easy. Whoosh. Just like that. Yeah. Um, whereas Max and I actually had some uh, some pains. Yeah. Lab- some labor pains. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we're having our cesarean episode. <laughs> we're cutting this one right out. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, rather than cutting this episode, we decided to do one. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, it's We've very just late. We've extract it from the womb. Of t- oh, we're extracting it from the... Extracting it from the womb of time. Do that more times, I think. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah. Well, I, it, it's very late. Um, I've been away. So have I. I've, yeah, that's true. We, You and I both have been exploring this great continent. Correct. Um, I've been to, since we last spoke, I've been to South Australia and Queensland. Wow. Um, and I think, like, in my travels, you know, uh, 
I had a lot of fun. I did a lot of cool stuff. But I think one thing really stood out to me, like having now been to a few different capital cities of our great country and that kind of thing, there's one thing that I feel like really binds this nation together. Yeah. Um, and it's not like it's not like uh, a, a big groundswell of support for like same-sex marriage or whatever, unfortunately. Mm. It's not like, you know, it's not... Um, uh, what? Uh, it's not... Just ev- like ev- cricket? Cricket. Yeah, it's yeah. not even that. Yeah, but what it is actually is like... Um, the Bachelor, this guy, yeah. Matty J, um, who is The Bachelor, he's everywhere and and he's beloved. And I found even in the far furthest reaches of, <laughs> of this country in terms of other capital cities in like indie rock venues, <laughs> um, places where I would normally feel so out of my element, I managed to, you know, find common ground. With the common man. <laughs> Did you see Matty J in Brimsman? No, I Is wish. That what happened? No, no, no. But I saw lots of pictures of him. Ah. In fact, I would say Brisbane, particularly, is like maybe one of the batchiest cities in this nation. Let's as, do a as power far ranking. As Which cities are the batchiest? <laughs> well, I would say um, Sydney's pretty batchy because it takes place there. Yeah, I mean, it takes place in Mudgee, but true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say Melbourne is fairly batchy as well because we do our perfect podcast about the Bachelor. Correct. There. Yes. Um. But yeah, Brizzy definitely tops the list in terms of like uh, still having ads up. Yeah, yeah. Now let me let me pitch this to you, uh-huh. Perth. Wow. See, that's a that's the city I didn't visit. I haven't been there either. But think the about great this. unknown, Richie. <laughs> well, sure. From there. Well, sure. Blake. From there. That's true. Uh, the the lady who came second last season, Nikki. From there. Wow. Yeah. Are there any Perthies uh, around on this season? Any of the Perthlings? Yeah, no Perthlings. Can't remember. <laughs> I don't think there are. I don't well, think maybe anyone's from Perth this maybe season. Maybe their personalities just haven't stood out enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's enough. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, oh, I went to regional Victoria. Oh, yeah, please. Tell me about that. Yeah, it was fine. Um, you can find common ground with uh, whoever you talk to in regional Victoria about The Bachelor. Really? Yeah. Wait, actually? No. <laughs> Completely lying to you. Didn't talk to anyone about The Bachelor. Well, actually, no, that's incorrect. Uh, What do you do? And I was like, oh, I actually host a Bachelor podcast. I was there for completely different reasons, but Mm -hmm. that was, uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, is that, (laughs) just stepping outside this for a moment. When people ask, what do you do? Do you say, well, I host a Bachelor podcast. (laughs) Like, that's the first thing. (laughs) It's among many things that I say. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's in the list. Because, okay, so part of the reason this episode is late is like, I was staying in Brisbane where I don't know a huge number of people and I was staying in an Airbnb and Mm -hmm. I didn't really know how to confess to them that I do a Bachelor podcast and would it be okay if I sat in the room that wasn't very well sound insulated <laughs> and essentially over Skype like talk to myself for <laughs> roughly an hour and a half loudly uh, and passionately with like scripted parts about my thoughts about The Bachelor. And that's a little hard to explain to it's people. quite difficult, yes. But I admire your bravery, Max Quinn, in uh, leading with that Oh, I assume in every ad- interaction you have with anybody. You've got to lead the charge, you know? Yeah. I think that that's uh, a thing that people miss out on um, when they're like, uh, you know, just any general human um, in an introductory sense. Sure. What do you do? What's going on with your life? Well, let me tell you about The Bachelor. First Not enough be- people do it. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Most people will start with like maybe what they do for money. Or like uh, what they've got kids or you do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Whatever. That Talk stuff, I couldn't possibly care less. Completely ancillary. It's like when you're in uni and you're studying your Bachelor of Arts degree and everyone's like, so what are you studying? What are your subjects and stuff like that? At, yeah. every, at every party. And you get sick of talking about it. Oh, why would you? One thing I never get sick of talking about, though, the body patchy. There it is. There it is. It, whoop. 
There it is. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Another thing I don't get sick of. My friend Mike Square. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about. Do you want to talk about these shows? Yeah, let's right. dive right in. Uh, um, should we do what we usually do, uh, which we've diverted from in the last couple of episodes, uh, and talk about the women who went home? I think we would be fine to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, we say goodbye to Michelle. Bye, Michelle. Bye, and we say goodbye to Jen. Finally. Yeah. Mm. That was gonna happen. It was a long um, time coming. Yeah. We're down to six now. Uh, no, we're down to eight. We're down from ten to eight this week. I mean, in a couple of days, we'll be yeah. down to probably six. So. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Intruders, right? Maybe. It's around that time. Yeah. I heard rumblings that maybe there wouldn't be intruders Ooh. this season. I heard rumblings that maybe Matty J himself did not want there to be intruders this season. Ooh. Which I like, although I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. If he holds that much sway, it's yes, please. It's going to be so soon that mm-hmm. we are proven wrong. If we're proven wrong. I know. Right I know. Yeah, yeah. It'll be like within 48 hours. Yeah. We'll be like, well, that was wrong. There you go. Yeah. yeah. The margin of error. <laughs> Lousy. Um, yeah. I guess we'll talk a little bit more about those goodbyes when they come up in the recaps. Great. Um are we going to miss Michelle? Are we going to miss Jen? I mean, we didn't see any Michelle, no, realistically. No. I, like, the bits that we got to see of Michelle, she seemed pretty cool. Pretty good. Yeah, like, the, the I mean, the biggest thing for me was the first impression where she kind of fake arrested him. Yeah. And then there was some stuff early on, but I guess it just didn't pan out for the two of them. Mm. She also told Leah to shut up at one point. I remember that, yeah. Mm, not, not her finest moment. No. Uh, but it's so hard to tell because there was so little of her. Like yeah. it could have been edited in any way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She maybe won uh, the first batchy board game as well. Is that right? I'd be willing to believe that. I can't. Yeah, I, who could? Po- it's lost to history. Who, who could knows? possibly know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Michelle's gone. What about Jen? Yeah, um, as we said, like Jen was going to go. Yeah. Um, I think this goodbye, well, not this goodbye, this like <laughs> the way that she left the show was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and not what I expected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Okay, well, we'll get to it. Yeah, we it will, yeah. We will. All right. All right, so let's begin with The Bachelor Australia, season five, episode nine. So the women are realizing that after losing three of their numbers last episode, um, not their like phone numbers. <laughs> um, they uh, there's only ten left, um, yep. and so things are getting very serious. Jen mentions she is waiting for Maddie to reach out to her, uh, and then Osha arrives with a group date card. Osha's already here. Oh, this is a so good episode. Good. Remember last time? Remember last time? And Osha didn't arrive for forty five minutes. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> that was that terrible. I mean, look, let's be real. We can just. Do you want to strike that week from the record? Yeah, book? let's forget it ever happened. Oof. I mean, it's important to never forget. No, of course, yes. But it's also important for the purposes of this podcast to say that was the worst week of all time in The Bachelor. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, with Osha. He's yeah. going to help. Um, he's got a date card that reads, I'd like to treat you to some home comforts. And it is for Jen, Simone, Elise, and Kobe. Um, Michelle, at this point, postulates that Maddie might not even know how to spell her name. <laughs> That's why she's not on the card. It's not a hard name, Michelle. Not a difficult name, Michelle. Mm. Mm. Maddie refers to this as one of the most exciting group dates he's ever put together. Mm. Okay. Um, his time with his sister last week made him realize that they must be missing their families as well. What was his sister's name? Uh, oh, what was it? Kate! 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 So... <laughs> Nothing. So Maddie uh, has invited one of each of the women's parents to the mansion. Mm. This was this is kind of strange. There's a lot of family getting involved in this. Yeah, series. a little family, a little early. It yeah. feels very uh, survivory. On yeah, this, uh, that's true. Like family visit um, where they haven't seen 
their loved ones in months and months and they are emaciated and mm. sad and so hungry. Yeah. And it's been raining. But actually, these women have just been living in a mansion Pent without up in their a beautiful phones. mansion. Yeah, yeah, for a month. It's a little strange. It is a bit weird. Because it's really trying to lean into that, like, isolation angle or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't it's feel sorry so for these people. Yeah, exactly. You know, and Survivor does that so well. Like, I remember uh, Survivor All-Stars, if you've never seen that. Uh, the family visit on that season is so deeply moving because there's this one woman who I didn't particularly like, but no one particularly liked. Mm-hmm. And when her mum showed up and she just cried and was like, no one likes me. And it was so mm. heartfelt. And then she won the uh, the reward challenge and gave everyone the finger and it was fucking awesome. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Is that Survivor All-Stars? Survivor All-Stars season uh, eight, I think. Mm. Um Somebody once told me I was going to enjoy watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, sorry, I walked right into that. I ain't the, the shoppers tool in the shed. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Um, Shrek. What, uh, am I, uh, what am I doing <laughs> right now? What, are you looking at me? So, Asha... No, what? Oh, what's that? Uh, this is a visual joke. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, the L is backwards, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I had the shape of a backwards L on my forehead. Mm. Fuck. Okay. So, Asha wants to see if Maddie can figure out which parent belongs to which daughter. I guess just for a bit of fun. This Great. is just an, a little Osherism. Yeah. Um, and Maddie turns out to be very good at pin the fam on the Bachelorette, <laughs> um, getting all of the matches right. Um, Osher reveals each parent has come armed with a family recipe, and they will all be eating together. After which Maddie will get some alone time with one of the women. Sure. So, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it is kind of another one of these like impress me with your domestic skills kind of. Uh, group dates um although maddie does take a moment to clarify that it's not about the cooking element so much as it is like seeing the women with their family yeah and how it all kind of mixes in together and that sort of thing which makes for a fascinating fascinating dynamic a little bit later on Mm, yeah yeah um so elise and her dad cook tuna um while discussing whether maddie is really interested in her Mm. uh, because she hasn't really had that much attention at this point she tried hard she tried with the fishing thing yeah and we've been like come on elise get a date well, yeah, exactly, because the fishing thing was a little while ago. Now. It was a little while and ago. Like, I almost like the tuna as like a little subtle allusion to uh, it. I didn't even think about they that. They didn't lean into good. it at all, but nah. they could have. They definitely could have. Um, but meanwhile, we overhear Jen's mom saying, I would have thought you'd at least have one single date by now, which I thought was fun. That's pretty funny. Um, Jen then expresses her fear that she may have been, quote, friend Wait, wait, wait. Did we go back to the, uh, the Bachelor New Zealand just then? She expresses her fear. <laughs> Please don't make fun of me. <laughs> I'm trying to talk quickly. <laughs> Um, yeah, she might have been friend zoned. Remember oh, yeah. that phrase for later. Mm. It will definitely come construct. Up. Yeah, mm. I think we've already talked about it a little bit on a previous episode, but definitely have. It's worth revisiting. Yeah, we don't like it. Nope, it's it's worth revisiting because the TV series has decided we need that plot again. Uh, anyway, Maddie decides to take a moment with Elise's dad, saying, "I always get a bit nervous when I speak to dads. I really want to make a good first impression." Max, how are you with dad? I I, I see you as a very good. Dad boy. Like I'm better with moms. Really? Yeah. Uh, now that I think about it, that's probably true too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, dads, I'm okay with. What do you have? Uh, what's the roadblock, if there is one? Uh, manliness. Manliness? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Guys, yeah. lisps, they're not unmanly. Let's not. Let's we're not, not stigmatizing yeah, yeah, anyone. No, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're not stigmatizing. <laughs> uh, no, it's important to be able to laugh at yourself. Uh <laughs> Uh yeah, look, uh, I had a uh, who put an S in that word oh, in the word lisp. It's unfair. Mm. It's really unfair. It's rough. Uh no, 
I'm okay um, with dads generally, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, if uh, I come across a blokey dad, yeah, I might like I have to sort of like surrender to my primal impulses, mm. you know, and mm. uh, engage in a bit of a bit a bit of brow, bit chest of chest hoo-ah. beating, bit of thumping, bit yeah. of what's going on in the rugby. Yeah, yeah. What you is get me? going on in the rugby? We beat the All Blacks. Oh, good, we mm-hmm. did. Yeah, good on us. Um, <laughs> Do you know who we are? So Maddie explains to Elise's dad. <laughs> I assume there's like an Australian team, right? You're on it. You've <laughs> right. done it, Excellent. Australia. Maddie explains to Elise's dad that his connection with her. Wait, is wait, wait! I got a great question. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No. Uh, okay. So the in the rugby they compete. Wait, in which rugby? There's rugby two. union. Got it. Uh, that didn't help. But no, go on. okay. Uh, they compete in a Tri Nations. Yeah, the Tri Wizards tournament. Yeah, the Tri Wizards tournament. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So poor uh, kids uh, turns out to be Voldemort. <laughs> oh, you gotta go battle him. Oh, Cedric. <laughs> Did you know that there's a uh, a fanfic where Voldemort has sex with Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I shouldn't pretend to be surprised. I am the author of said sex. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah. Fanfic. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, Did you like it? Uh, I didn't. I didn't get that far with it. Oh. I don't know. Um, the third nation in the Tri Nations. Who do you think it is? Australia, New Zealand, and. Uh, three nations under God. Uh, it's not going to be Antarctica. Mm, not a nation. Like a South Africa? Yes. Really? Yes, it's South <laughs> Africa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You're so surprised. Uh, I got approval from the dad. Yeah, you did. Max, you're the dad now. Thanks. <laughs> I'm a little baby. Take a fucking jacket, son. <laughs> you treat her right, all right? Well, this is bad. Take her on a fucking, take her on a date, all right? Okay. Oi. I'm sorry, sir. Oi, you haven't done the right thing here. Uh oh. She's she's pretty good. I can't understand why I haven't taken her on a date yet. Oh, you're talking about Elise. Yeah, I'm going. Mm. I've, I've, I've jumped the shark. <laughs> it was sick. I had a jet ski. <laughs> Are you Fonzie? Yeah, now I'm fucking Fonz. Papa Fonz? <laughs> um. Maddie explains to Elise's dad that his connection with Elise is still growing. And uh, when asked, he says he plans to spend more time getting to know her. This news comes as a relief to Elise. Um, meanwhile, Jen is confident that her dessert skills will push her over the line. Uh-huh. Uh, and she and her mum get to work on a deconstructed banoffee. Isn't that just a banana? <laughs> just a banana. And <laughs> some toffee? Um, I, was, I was waiting for this start because I wasn't sure if it was toffee or coffee. I am not 100% sure. It's I a know. real coin toss moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm really, I think it's banana and toffee. Mm. I had a waffle for dinner the other night. Mm. Real good. Wait, a waffle for dinner? I know. Wow. Yeah. What did you have for breakfast? Uh, that day, I don't remember. Wow. Oh, no, I didn't have breakfast, and then Cameron and I had tacos. Wow. There yeah. you go. This is going to be a great part to edit out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I actually think, like, as as rough as it seems like this date is going to be going into it, they're yeah. actually doing a decent job of, like, highlighting the positive aspects of everybody here. Mm-hmm. I think it is quite a positive thing. I guess maybe the producers really need, like, some parental supervision for a little the bit. show to yeah, run yeah. smoothly. Yeah. They're, like, putting on a good face in front of all the mums and dads. Mm. Um, but I like it. It's pretty pleasant. Yeah, um, it was pretty good. I think the, the move is weird by Elise's dad to, like, strong arm Maddie into asking his daughter out. Mm. Um I feel yeah. like there could have been conversations like this that happened with everybody, though, and we kind of only saw that one. Sure. Um, it, yeah, it's tightly edited. Um, it's hard to say. That's probably correct, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Maddie does eventually settle on Elise for the extra alone time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Maddie and Elise sit at what I'm now literally just going to call a bachelor couch, because <laughs> we all know what I'm talking about, Yes. Um, with some champagne. Um, 
Maddie says he was glad to meet Elise's dad because their relationship reminded him of his relationship with his mother. Uh, paging Dr. Freud. Yeah, alone. right. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have said that. That was a bit of a nah. slip. That was a Freudian nah, slip. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. A Freudian slip is um, when you say one thing, but you actually fuck your mother. I mean, what? Huh? <laughs> Maddie, Maddie admits that he hasn't been communicating with Elise. Um, and she's had to sit back and watch him go on a lot of dates with other people. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Huh? You, you know how you've had to go away for the last few weeks? Uh-huh. Did you get arrested for Freud? <laughs> no. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. Okay. Probably could have said yes to that. <laughs> mm. It's the fucking, it's the rule of theatre sports. Mm, mm. Yes and. Mm. <laughs> what is that? Wait, do you know, uh, do you know about this? Uh, yes, I do know about it. And I think it's funny. Yes, it is funny. And I'm glad that you know about it. <laughs> We're good at this. We are. This is easy. Yes, we are good at theater sports. And I think you should continue with the podcast. All right. Um, <laughs> so um, Maddie points out her little fishing stunt was a really big standout moment for him. Bear in mind, three episodes ago Yeah, now. come on, dude. So it didn't stand out that much. Yeah. You had to go on second dates with you a couple of people before. You had to fucking take Alora away for the night before you yeah. were like, I'll get around to you. Yeah. Um, and it, but apparently it seems to have made the difference. Maddie says, sometimes what you're looking for is right there in front of you, except that for nine straight weeks, <laughs> she hasn't been right there in front of him, and that's the whole point. <laughs> um, anyway, he apologizes for the wait. He offers her a rose. I guess it's all smoothed over. Yeah. She seems happy enough. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Well, fine. This is, is not it, your finest moment, Maddie. This is where we've gone with the Maddie J. Georgia love comparison before. Mm. I don't know. How long did he have to wait? I can't remember. No, we, I. I, I, we could go back and check. I don't know. I don't think we should. Yeah. He said that it was a little while. Yeah. Like he's been using that as a bit of a crutch. Yeah. I mean, um, like the thing was like, do you remember they went on the croquet date? And that yeah. was quite a few episodes in. That was, yeah. And then he went on the single date after that. Mm. Um, and he, I think he used the phrase slow burn to refer to his um, time correct. release a few times. Okay. So, I don't know. Maybe that's a clue. Maybe there's something there. Funnily enough, actually, um, in the, I think in the finale, when she was weighing up Maddie J and Lee, yeah. um, Georgia Love referred to her relationship with Maddie J as more of a slow burn. Yes, Same phrase. Very fascinating, Mm. isn't it? Yeah. Maybe uh, this is the kind of thing that is, uh, I don't know, going to give her a new Elise in the competition. Oh, boy. Okay. Let's keep going. Saw it coming. Did you? Loved it. Ah, thank you. So, back at the mansion, the women are surprised when Maddie shows up on the back of a camel. Yeah, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Um, Every single person in the entire show says, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Which is great. Like, even the producers are like... Excuse like, me? How did he get a camel on set? <laughs> yeah, 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 get yeah. it out of Why here. Why is he wearing white jeans on a fucking camel? <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think of that. Um, Maddie refers to a camel as the tandem bike of the animal kingdom. And so... It's <laughs> 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 pretty funny. Um, That's so stupid. Well, yeah, but fittingly, I mean, you can see why he said it, because he decides that his riding partner will be Tara. Yes. And you might remember they had some time together on a double bike <laughs> in episode mm, six. I do recall. Um... So she jumps on board the camel. She's screaming and swearing her head off. I think it's pretty charming. Ah, I love it. Yeah. 
uh, and the camel carries them towards a little bachelor couch decorated with like a vaguely Moroccan type of theme. Yeah, look, they're picking out some rugs. Um, yeah. The rug warehouse is closing down. There's a closing down sale, sure. so, you know, yeah. the whole thing. Everything must go. Persian rugs. Is that a thing? Wait. So in Ballina, as yes. I was growing up, there was one Persian rug warehouse that was always closing down yes. and having a closing down sale. This is a truth universally known. Right. Uh, okay. Not just about Ballina. I wasn't sure. No, yeah. There was definitely one where I grew up too. Okay, um, good. So yeah. yeah, the Persian rug house is, is closing one down. One day, they're all just going to... They're just going to be they're gone, They're all just going to go. Yeah. Maybe sale, all at once. Sale, sale, um, what The about, world will go dark. Do you recall in Sydney, when you lived in Sydney, as I did uh, for a little while, there were those three stores in like Roselle that were called Cane World, yep. uh, Mr. Yawns, no. and Birds, 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 Nothing But Birds <laughs> yeah. and Accessories. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Three in a row. That Three was great. The best shop names ever. <laughs> just all situated next to each other. It was oh, great. can I tell you? Uh, this is just mm. a joke for fun. Great. Yeah. Um, I thought of a good name for a furniture store. Yeah. Um, it, it works better on paper, so okay. watch out. All right. <laughs> it's called, um, so the word comfortable. Yeah. And then underneath, Stay for chair. So it's like, come for table. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's really good. Like, I could quit music. I could quit podcasting. Have a furniture store with that name. And I would just come be happy. Come table, stay for chair. That's yeah. really good. It's not bad. It's actually great. Mm. Mm. Anywho. <laughs> um, oh, damn it. That's, I wish, damn it. That's so good. I wish I thought of that. Well, too bad. Do you want to go Because you business? have this furniture yeah. name with a shitty name, don't you? <laughs> what is it again? <laughs> it's uh, um, uh, stair- Chairway to Heaven. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. It's almost like you thought of it on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, Maddie mentions there's a selection of Moroccan teas for them to try. And Tara says, I love tea. My name starts with a T. <laughs> Tara's so good. Tara's sick. Uh, ten comedy points. Uh, and uh, they they try some teas. Uh, and after that, they this uh, belly dancer comes up to the table. Yeah. Um, with a snake draped around her neck, uh, and she demonstrates a few moves which Maddie and Tara are about to try. Great. Couple of things I want to say here. Let's One, go. I'm glad we waited so long to do this episode because we could talk about Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, have you? We haven't talked about this. No. All right. What do you think of the song? I don't like it. I don't like it either. No. No. Um, mm. And I love Taylor Swift. Me too. Yeah. I'm a huge Taylor Swift fan. Mm. For, for Even though it's not very cool or, or woke, really. No, no, no. Um, I think she's one of the chief melodists of the 21st century. You yeah. Know? She, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. She writes a fucking great melody. Yeah. And this time she was like, eh. I don't think I need one. I don't need it. I know, and I like, I like the production and I like... Yeah, there are like interesting it. parts. I like about the this lyric song. video. Yeah, like you know, yeah. Yeah, um, but the chorus is just bad. Look what you made me do. It's just not great. Mm. What can you What can you do with that? You Thank know? God, like, people have this podcast for our hot takes I on know, Taylor Swift. No, thank God. Yeah. Hi, Taylor. Nice hey. of you to tune in. Um, Saws about the song. Another thing, like it's not lost on me. We have this belly dancer, um, and she's like pretty like scantily clad i guess you would say like i I mean it's like a fairly traditional looking belly dancing outfit or whatever Mm -hmm. um but i just couldn't help thinking that like they were kind of like celebrating this belly dancer when last week there was so much like disgust and like just toxic rage and stuff surrounding the notion that someone might be a topless waitress i am and like i'm not conflating the two things obviously they're different Um, but like it's a there's a small garment difference. This is on my TV, and I am Tina Fey 
rolling my eyes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, in the same way that Alora was treated in the very first episode sure. for doing something that was incredibly similar to what's happening on the TV now, except with fire. Yeah. 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 And arguably, if you do something with fire, it makes it more impressive. I would say so. Yes. Unless it's like um, getting caught on fire and dying. Yeah, I, that's no, true. No, actually, it's, actually, it's pretty impressive that's though. That's pretty like, cool. That's better than regular Most death. people, the fire would probably go out. Like you would f- stop, drop and roll or yep. put some bloody water on. No, no, no. But imagine being caught on that much fire. Pretty Props. sick. Yeah. If you're one of our listeners out there and you caught on fire and died, write us in a letter. Yeah, exactly. That's a definite thing that I... W- in fact, even better than that, leave us five stars on iTunes. Absolutely, yeah. And Very you, important There'll be do. a little space to give us a comment and you can say like, Ooh. I'm not going to put words in your mouth or <laughs> absence of mouth. I'm just going to put one syllable in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Not, not really a word. Uh, <laughs> a vowel. So, Maddie praises Tara on her dancing, and she says, yeah, look, I can shake my bum. Um, Not as good as Maddie's bum, though, apparently. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, that's true. We had that big ass moment. We had a big butt moment. Yeah. Uh, Maddie says... Uh, What? Nothing. Keep going. Well, what was that? (laughs) Um, Maddie says when he first met her, he was concerned. She was just interested in joking around and having fun. And Tara says that while she still does want to do that, she also keeps finding reasons to build on that with Maddie and to take things more seriously. It's great. Really good. The two exchange a lot of compliments. Maddie says Tara is beautiful inside and out. And then they share a big old kiss. I hope she wins. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she will, but I love her so much. I feel like she's got the makings of a real solid second place, but I hope she wins. Yeah. I also think I would be so over the moon happy if she somehow was Bachelorette. Yeah. Which won't happen, obviously, Sophie Monk. Sophie Monk, yeah. But But it does feel like almost there are some similarities between what I know of Sophie Monk and what I feel about Tara. That's a good point. Yeah. They're both, like, funny. Yep. And cool and cute and smart. Well, the thing about Sophie Monk, though, is that I'm not sure if she's... mm, I don't want to engage in slander here. Um, I'm not... I like... Remains to be seen exactly uh, in terms of Sophie Monk being... All of those things that Funny you Funny, cute, cool, and small. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not 100. Uh, percent Like I'm willing to believe that she is, and I hope that mm-hmm. she very, very much is. Um, you remember we did the emergency Sophie Monk podcast, which yes. you can scroll back in your feed and find. I was like, this is going to ruin the franchise. Mm. This is fucked. That was more your thought than mine. I think. Yeah, but now my tide's turning. Right. I'm becoming quite optimistic about this. Well, we've seen some promos and stuff now. Yeah, that's true. Not and the production value on those promos? Oh, Holy shit. Mamma mia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess we should save some of that stuff because there'll be plenty to talk about. There'll be so much to talk about. It's going to be the funnest season, I reckon. Totally. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, Hurry up, Matty J. Just pick yeah, Tara. Get out of the... Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, just fucking come At on. At this point, just cut the show, pick Tara. Yeah. Let's keep going. <laughs> Ten of be pissed. <laughs> Maddie says things are getting more serious, but they still haven't lost that fun. And Tara says he never will for the rest of his life. I am loving this. It's great. Um, he gives her a rose and they get back to kissing again. This is just pretty good stuff. It's pretty real nice. Yeah. Um, it's real nice. It's pretty real nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, in confessional, Tara says she could definitely see herself falling in love with Maddie, which, as we all know, is the first step towards feeling like you might be falling for him. Yeah. And then feeling like you might be falling in love with him and then saying, I do love him and then saying, I am in love with him and all this stuff. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a road, you know, she's on the chair waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would come back and yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. glad that that's where it is. Yeah. Do you know, my dad in uh, the eighties, um, 
he I and did, his but sister. Uh, we fell out of touch. You did know my dad in the 80s. Yeah. Wow, yeah, Before cool. I was born, yeah. Um, my dad, before you were born, uh, had a hair salon with his sister. Um, in fact, maybe it was just his sister who owned it, but he named it and it was Hairway to Heaven. Wow. I know. So you ripped that off. <laughs> I did. Absolutely, I did. But I didn't intentionally, and then I realized what I'd done, and I was like, oh, fuck, I've got to credit my dad. Full credit. Yeah, Francis, hi, what's up? Has he got a Twitter or something we can plug? Uh, nah, but his if you want business. his phone number and his swimming business, it's 0429-814-874, and he'll teach you to swim in Ballin in New South Wales. Max knows I am editing this episode. <laughs> so, the cocktail party. Um, Jen has mentioned her affinity for making desserts a few times now, and she's decided to really wave it in Maddie's face at the cocktail party tonight. Um, and she also desperately wants to know if she has been friend zoned. Jaybird, yeah, this is not a good, not a good play from you. Yeah, so this is this is your last ten minutes of this episode. Um, uh, oh, and also Maddie demonstrates his little belly dance butt shuffle that he learned earlier to the women, which sure. they really love. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, a quote from Jen. Um, I've been a little bit concerned that Maddie has friend zoned me, so I am presenting Maddie with a smorgasbord of some of my favorite desserts. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so good. I love this from Jen. It's very um, proactive. Like, yeah, it really is. Yeah, she's like the proactive solution. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, she, you know, she says, like, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Uh, Gross. The way to give a man heart disease is give him five different desserts. Yeah, in yeah, one yeah, night. exactly. Um, yeah, Maddie is appreciative. He seems to love the desserts. Um, Jen says it, about one of them, it's probably as incredible as I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> Whereas Tara, mm. you ready for this? Hit me. I'm I'm pretty excited about this. Oh boy. <laughs> Max has Jen got this look. Okay, go on. <laughs> likes the way to a man's heart disease is through his stomach. Got it. Whereas Tara, after that time on the camel, is all about diabetes. Ah! Yes! <laughs> I appreciated the slowness, so I could really enjoy every yeah. syllable. Thank you. Thank um, you very much. I could really enjoy editing every syllable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, Jen is also worried that she might not get to talk to him because he's so busy eating. She tries to raise her feeling of being left out and looked over by Maddie, but she also kind of deflects it a couple of times. It's a. It seems like she, it's, she's having some trouble talking about it. Yeah. Um. Or or getting it out the right way. However, when she does eventually settle on an approach, I think she does fairly well. She says, "I know I'm an awesome chick and a bit of a catch." Um. Uh, she maintains her confidence. Um. And you know she's 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 like playing with him, I guess. But it's not like she's not begging. No, 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 and it's kind of sick to see like as much as we give Jen shit on this podcast for being the villain character. Mm. I don't know. It's kind of cool that she's like self-assured and knows exactly who she is and is there for it. And how much of her is an awesome chick, and how much of what we've been shown is editing and very selective. You know, remains up in the air. And it's sick that she's like, you know what, I'm dope. And if you don't see it. Sucks for you, sucks to be you. That's dude. the thing I've always tried to keep in mind with yeah. her is like, um, she's clearly a very confident person. I don't yeah. think editing is making that like come nope. out, you know. Um and, and that manifests itself in ways that can seem somewhat aggressive. Yeah, or, or obnoxious or yeah, yeah, or even defensive. Yes. You know? Yes. Um but um at the end of the day, like we can't really tell what she's actually like. Yep. We shouldn't make too many judgments about her, even though she's getting such a strong villain. Edit. Yeah, like we need a villain for this season. And sure. we got two in Leah and Jan. And uh, I don't know. I just think it's it's kind of cool for Jen to be assertive here mm. about 
the kind of person that she is, and we should give her credit for that yeah. as much as and we And I would much rather yeah. focus on her like positive aspects rather than like talk about the friend zoning stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. All over this episode is yes. crazy. Um, Maddie feels that Jen's confidence can make her seem like, quote, a one trick pony, mm. um, saying Jen at times can almost friend zone herself. So Maddie is jumping on board with this. I, it's just ugh. like I maybe he's like just repeating back the same language because she said it so many times. Um, I don't know. It's but, so bad. I mean, yeah, just like we don't subscribe to this way of thinking, and, and we don't think anyone really should. Um, uh, you know, nobody's entitled to anything. No one is entitled to anything. Relationships are fluid. Let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's it's bad chat. Yeah. Generally, um, Maddie says uh, that he gets where Jen is coming from, and Jen says that she gets that he would get that. <laughs> this is just like really, it's like boring. Uh, and they try and save it with some voiceover, um, where Jen says that she's finally arrived in the game, and now it's game on. Um, moles? No moles, actually. No moles. At this point, I think there might be a moles later in this episode. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is just that, that game on thing is really just a setup for the ad break though. Um, this part was mostly super boring and they said friend zone easily 10 times by the end of it. I don't even want to bother. No, no. Yeah. So we go to the rose ceremony. Asha refers to Tara's single date as hump day, <laughs> which is fun. That is good. It was just after I'd tweeted it and then I deleted it because I was like, <laughs> well, <laughs> they already knew. Uh, um, you sent it to me and I was like, I can't believe this is happening on hump day. And then Asha said it on my TV and I was yeah. like... You're the same. Yeah. You're yeah. the same person. Well, you know, he's you perfect. Keep funny. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we're knocking the group down to a final nine. And with Tara and Elise safe, it comes down to Elora and Michelle. And so, yeah, we finally say goodbye to Michelle, who didn't really appear in this episode at all. No. Uh, and is, like you said, kind of just been sticking around since her entrance on night one. Yeah. Which was memorable. And a lot of people still... Like in in discussion groups and stuff online, still held a, a flame for her. Yeah. Um. But you could tell. You could tell from her edit that she wasn't. She wasn't a featured be player doing too much. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because like um, I know that after she arrested Maddie, she you know said some stuff, and it seems like instead of you have the right to remain silent, mm. she was like, I have the right to ah. remain silent. Yeah. Instead of the Miranda rights, it was the Michelle rights. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that wraps up that Instead episode. Of pleading the fifth, she pled the Michelle. What? <laughs> she pled the. No. What is it? N- how many? Ninth. Uh, ninth. Yeah. Something like Great. that. Great. Okay. Who could this say? Is, uh, Who I could got... possibly <laughs> say? Who uh, would be so <laughs> crazy as to keep track? <laughs> <laughs> I actually got in trouble from my friend Michelle the other night. Uh, not my cat Michelle, but my other friend Michelle. Oh, from the Bachelor. Yeah, from the Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, okay, so this is real confusing. You have a lot of friends named Lots Michelle. Lots of friend names, Michelle. Yeah, okay. Does uh, she sell seashells by the seashore? She, she Mich- Michelle, Michelle seashells by the seashore. Uh, How many of those was the word semen? <laughs> uh, too many. Mm-hmm. Um, for trying to plead the fifth. And she's like, not this country. Wrong country. You can't do that in relation to The Bachelor. That's true. Like, mm, okay. The Bachelor started in the US, though. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> they started it. They did exactly Thank you for that. Uh, speaking of the fifth, yeah. it's the fifth season of The Bachelor Australia, and in particular, this one is episode 10. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Jen is pretty shook up about Michelle leaving. Um, we never really saw any of their friendship on no. screen, as far as I recall, but apparently they're very, they're very close. Um, and now Jen feels like that she has nobody to talk to in the house. Um Osha gets a round of applause upon entering the mansion. He gets a round of applause every time he comes. He comes on my TV. That's true. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, in the house, in where 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 you are watching. Yeah, yeah. For my sure. house. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mansion. <laughs> yeah. 
How about next season we have a woman shin? How about that for a change? Aha, there yeah. it is. Mm. Um, Osha says he knows that the applause is just about the friggin' envelope. <laughs> He's like, I know you don't care for me. You don't care for me at all. If we were on the show, though. True. He could put the envelope down and we would follow him out. You remember that season of The US Bachelor where there was a guy who was on there and he was pretty much just a Bachelor fan? That's right. Yeah, yeah. He, his Chiron said Bachelor Superfan. Yes, and I was like, exactly right. "There's hope for me yet." Because <laughs> I just think they would be too intimidated. Like yes. I've got too much; it's at stake. I've got too much invested, you know. And and uh, I don't really want to be on the show. No, no, no. At this point, you don't want to. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Look, we can. I mean, we. But tried if they to made the right offer, and yeah, I know yeah, they're exactly. listening. Yeah. Mm. Sup, producers? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I know you love this podcast. <laughs> we talk shit about you constantly. No, we think you're pretty good. Yeah, you're doing it. Uh, just take some of the advice from the podcast. We think that you probably try. <laughs> we hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's a single date card, uh, and it has the clue. Yesterday, you reminded me that home is where the heart is. So today, let me show you something that is close to my heart. Maddie. That is a long fucking clue. It's that might be the clue. longest clue yeah. I've ever heard. It's a real... Like, didn't even rhyme. Mm. You could read the instruction manual to the game clue, and it would probably <laughs> be shorter. Uh, anyway, it's for Elise, um, leaving Jen and Simone as the only women who haven't had a date yet. Um, All right. But at least Simone's finally getting this season, by Sorry? the way. What's Simone still doing in this season, by the way? Well... We found out she was a topless waitress. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we had to do that. And then we watched her have that panic attack on the plane. Yeah. It hasn't been a good season for Nicole, has it? Who, you think she could I get mean, deported? The fact of the matter is her name's not even Nicole. Oh, God. So, <laughs> not leaving much of an impression. But who could keep track, Max? Who could possibly? That's exactly the mm. point. Elise is waiting on the street as Maddie arrives in a big red double-decker bus. Oh, sorry, that's a tandem-decker bus. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As we know, Maddie has spent four years in London. Um, He moved back to Sydney when baby George was born. Uh, And so he wants to give Elise a taste of both Sydney and... And baby George. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We're having barbecue baby. (laughs) Baby back ribs. Who's baby George's mum? Uh, his, uh, oh, who is it? What was her name again? Kate! 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 You know, I once read a review of, um, Benfold Five, Benfold's Five's last album that was like, Ben Folds and his fabulous four are back. No! <laughs> There's three of them. No. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um... So he wants to give Elise a taste of both of them. Uh, they drive this big, stupid bus to all of Maddie's favorite Sydney spots. That's hot. This is interesting because yeah. I lived in Sydney for a long time. You lived in Sydney for a while. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of favorite Sydney spots. Yep. Didn't line up one to one with Maddie's. No, super weird. Tell Strangely, me, like, enough. what are your favorite Sydney spots? Oh, like I, you know, there's a big place in my heart for like Black Wire Records. Yeah. Like, which is closed down now. RIP, but, yeah. yeah. Um, but then you know, like I, I love visiting like um, where where I where I went to high school. And, yeah. Like, but yeah, I don't know. There's so many great venues, so many places to hang out. Mm-hmm. Um, give me, uh, like, give me Waterloo generally. Sure. As a suburb, Dax yeah. Street. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me, like, don't give me Maroubra. I, I lived in Maroubra for 12 months. So I don't need to go back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, uh, I mean, even Newtown. As, even Newtown. Like, Newtown's had some Newtown. trouble. Yeah. Um, and there's some definitely some dark spots in there. But like, you know, the like vegan food options are pretty good. So. True. <laughs> yeah. What about the Urco? Why don't they go to the Urco in Erskineville? Crew. Good question. Great pub. Crew. I said. Crew. <laughs> well, hello, crew. 
uh, to the Urco. Uh, it's nice to talk to you again. It's been quite a few years. Sorry about that time that I went in and played Hey Jude on the jukebox nine times and then you took the jukebox away. Were they um, Were they like um, Oh Were you hoping to play that song again Nah 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 <laughs> Nah Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> No It was just that I did it a lot And then Like after the third time That I'd done that uh, The jukebox went away Right It just never came back Well It had a good run <laughs> Um, so Elise has lived in Sydney before as well She has um, So they both enjoy As they're driving around Pointing out their favourite Like tennis courts to each other Christ. And shit <laughs> So good on you guys um, Both have done the city to surf before Okay I lived in Sydney for like 20 years of my life I never yeah. did that You ever do that? No I never did it My friend Luanne was uh, out the other day And she was talking about uh, Being out on the streets of Bondi At the same time as people Who had been doing the city to surf Okay and it seemed to me like everybody who does the city to the surf kind of does it and then just goes and gets pissed and is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I would say also from my observations of like people who do big marathons and stuff like that, yeah. often at the end of it, they seem quite physically exhausted. Yeah. Which to me seems unpleasant. I don't think that I want to do that. I would prefer to avoid that if possible. Pass. Mm. Um, Maddie's first stop, I assume his number one favorite place, uh, is a florist in Bondi. Um, who I noticed definitely didn't pay to be on screen because Maddie <laughs> sprints in and out of the shop and we only see it through the bus window. We don't see the name of the business or anything. It's very funny to compare that because like sometimes they try and make the product placement seem kind of incidental. Yes. Um, this is what an actual incidental thing is Absolutely. on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They didn't pay for this? Fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Um, but, you know, Elise says she's never been given flowers by a man before. It seems nice. That's crazy. That is crazy. What? How many times have you given a girl flowers in your life? Uh, upwards of zero. Upwards of zero. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Great. In the ones, mm. I would say, in the ones column. Yeah. But, you know, more than zero. More than zero. And like, but just just to think, she's never been given flowers by a man before. So like every single flower shop she ever what went into like friendship flowers? was stuffed by women. Congratulations flowers or like, uh, I'm sorry that your grandfather died flowers. Yeah. Antonio and Lazy Susan, shout out. Um, uh, why not? Why not, right? Yeah. Good song. Definitely. Uh, yeah, but like, no man has given you flowers. Mm. Get real. You can have like romance flowers. You can have friendship flowers. You can have condolence flowers. Self-raising flowers. Self-raising flowers. <laughs> exactly. There are flowers for all occasions. That's right. Max, are you sponsored by Big Flower? Yeah, I am. Big Flower is where I, I got my uh, I got my coin to start with. That's how wow. we started this podcast. Interesting. Yeah. I knew it was coming from somewhere. Shout out to the Big Flower Mill. <laughs> the big flour mill <laughs> No, no, no But have you ever been to the flour mill in Brunswick? No Shout out, good breakfast <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I have Yeah, it's good yeah, eh? I thought you meant an actual fucking no, flour No, 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 no I was like, oh, that's the one flour mill I haven't been to in <laughs> Melbourne yet <laughs> Been here since the start of the year I've been stopping off at one of them almost every day but, um, Anyway, we cut back to Lisa um, in, the, in the mansion She's found a group date card which reads Ladies, let's live Ladies <laughs> I don't know what that <laughs> Let's live every day like it's summer and it's for everyone. Um, but then we cut back to the single day. Mm. In fact, didn't need to mention it. Nope. Maddie and Elise's next stop is a park in the eastern suburbs that has a nice view of the city's skyline. Um, they hop out of the bus and Maddie directs Elise to a lemonade stand that they've set up. Sure. Um, complete with a backwards S to make it look like he's a child, I guess. Wait, Maddie's lemonade stand? Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
didn't of. notice it, but I'm a child, so it makes sense. Sure, yeah. Did you write this sign? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sign writer. That's uh, that's my new my new profession, not that's songwriter. Pretty cool. Yeah. I would, would have thought you'd know how to do an S in that case. Nope. Ugh. Um, but before they get to enjoy a cool, refreshing beverage, um, they have to steal back their lemon tree from the people one town over. Um, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um, So Maddie pulls out Some hockey sticks Because um, they're going to Go down and whoop Some Shelbyville ass Fuck Yes uh, No 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 um, They're going to play hockey Because Elise, Elise is a hockey roo Hockey Hockey yeah. roo um, and, and as we know Elise used to play For Australia um, Whereas Maddie has never held Quote one of these things <laughs> He knows what to call it um, Maddie gets Sticky <laughs> Yeah What's this Uh Whacker. Whacker. Mm. Oh, whacking day. Oh, mm. whacking. <laughs> I like The Simpsons. Yeah, me too. It's actually pretty funny. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie gets padded up with goalie gear, um, although he's still completely outmatched. Um, but it's really sweet, though. Um, so we, we watch them play for a while, and, yeah. and they're really kind of just mucking around. Yeah. Um, it, and it's, I, I contrast this with like the horrible sport dates that seem to come up every year for so, for, for no reason. Yeah. Um, in, in this case, like it's just sweet and they're not taking it too seriously. Um, eventually the two of them collapse on the field and their faces get quite close and they don't quite kiss and it's Mm. just all like, Oh, there's a real cuteness to it. Yeah. Um, but after a sip of lemonade, it's time to get back on the bus, which takes them to, you guessed it, a boat. Yeah, whatever. Um, you want to delay that sound effect a little <laughs> bit more? <laughs> you want to sell out my edit anymore? <laughs> so Maddie says, no trip to Sydney is complete without a trip to the harbour. I mean... Wrong. False. I- I- it's a big part of it. Yeah, but... Get, Geographically. Get real, but, like, also, come on. <laughs> what do you need to go there for? It seems like to Maddie, no trip outside the house is complete without a trip to the, the water. The, yeah, know? exactly. That's completely true. Or I guess... I mean, I, it's probably just a bachelor thing, because we noticed a lot last year as well. Bachelor loves boats. Mm. Should call it the bachelor. The, mm. So we get a lot of these aerial shots of them enjoying a leisurely nighttime cruise. Maddie mentions there's a spa on the front of the boat, so they get changed and hop in. There's something really weird to me about, about a pool yeah. or a spa or something that's on a boat. Yeah. I feel like you're like laughing in the face of God a little bit. <laughs> like you're like, look, we've mastered the seas. The water is our domain now. Yeah, and yeah, what's yeah. more, even whilst staying afloat, we shall submerge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems like overkill, you know? It certainly does. Yeah. yeah. I want to give a quick shout out to the guy who writes the news.com.au recaps of The Bachelor at this point. Oh, really? Uh, he admits to going in a spa and then getting a disgusting rash down half of his body uh, in his recap, which <laughs> I think is good. very fascinating. I like that. Normally, I hate news.com.au with every fiber of my being, but that sounds okay. Look, it's an interesting admission. I appreciate when anyone shows vulnerability in a, in a you know, when you have a platform like that. Ditto. Um, so, yeah. Um, this spa thing though, um, cause it's like a spa, it's like a hot sort of thing. I can't yeah. help but think back to the incredibly steamy spa. I don't know if you remember that Matty J shared with Georgia Love at the end I of last season. I do recall this. Yes. This was a big rig highlight. Yeah. And this was definitely the point where I was like, he is the bachelor next time. He's rigged. Yeah. <laughs> They've rigged the show. Yeah. <laughs> the show's rigged. <laughs> I think we've landed on something here. Certainly. <laughs> this season is rigged. Um... Maddie feels like he and Elise are really similar, and he's found somebody with whom he could have a real future. 
Uh, and Elise says that What took you so long, dude? Well, we yeah. were saying this prior to the season. Totally. If you yeah. go back and listen to our season recap, she was a top three pick. Yeah, I thought, yeah, for sure. I was like, it's, yeah, what you said. <laughs> yep. Maddie says he was waiting for the perfect moment, which is bullshit. That's fucked. <laughs> um, Elise says, I don't fall for people easily, but like when you find something good, you know what you're onto. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're a good thing. Cute. Pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their kiss, finally. Um, and I noticed at this point that Elise and Maddie seem to have their own theme in the Bachelor Season 5 official score. Yeah. Um, I hadn't heard this piece of music before, which is maybe a little telling. It is a little bit telling. Um, I'm looking forward to purchasing the soundtrack on iTunes yeah, a little bit later in the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, don't just stream it. You want to have this thing for good. <laughs> exactly I'm going right, to look yeah. for the, like, the 180 gram vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yellow if you can get yeah, it pressed in yellow. Yeah, oh, rose red maybe. <laughs> uh, and then Maddie presents her with a rose. Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Do you want to address the elephant in the room? What's that? Did a wee. Yeah. Okay. It was pretty good. <laughs> Glad we stopped for that. <laughs> uh, let's go to group date. Uh, Asha, Maddie, and the women gather on a beach. Uh, and yeah, this is Hot. everybody. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? Hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Pretty steamy. Oh, you should have seen it, man. should have seen the fucking thing. I think beach. you actually did see it. That's yeah. probably why we do a podcast about <laughs> it. Uh, and Maddie says they will be playing some good old-fashioned Aussie sports, um, which I guess like uh, like AFL and racism. Yeah, <laughs> um, definitely both of those yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the women will be split into two teams for three games, and at the end, the team with the most points will get extra time with Maddie. The other team will go back to the mansion empty-handed. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's I mean, they right. don't put Maddie in their hands necessarily. Oh, look, if he wanted to lie vertically, they could probably hold him. Yeah. Wait, horizontally? Like, light as a feather, stiff as a board type of situation. Lisa and Elise are chosen as team captains thanks to their backgrounds as professional sports people. That's a very fair call. Yep. I like that both of them are there so we can equally divide them. Um, the first game is beach cricket. Could have called it batch cricket. Yeah. Um, except they play with these big nets that they use to catch the balls. Yeah. Uh, who fucking knows, man? I don't know. Yeah. Net ball doesn't seem like it. Mm, I've heard of that. Um, Jen worries that the other women aren't taking it seriously enough. Uh, and like, I can understand really wanting to win the time with Maddie, although I also think I would have a pretty hard time giving a challenge like this. Look at this. My don't try and take it seriously. Yeah. Like, try giving this your actual best shot. You've got this big lacrosse net, but bigger and you're trying to I, yeah I don't know it's Pass. clearly just like let's goof around for a day because we ran out of budget yeah do you, you remember know? this date on the uh, the Nick Vile season uh, not exactly it was the saddest date in US basketball oh, history oh the beach volleyball thing yeah holy shit we never found out what happened there. No, 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 no. It's so weird. Um, if you're following along uh, in the US Bachelor, the most recent season, uh, Nick Viles, um, he brought a bunch of women onto a beach for beach volleyball and then everyone just kind of had the saddest time alive. Everyone started off having a pretty good time yep. playing some volleyball. And then suddenly, and it was all skipped over in the edit. Yeah. But suddenly it was the most tense date, like maybe that season. It was so hostile. Yeah. Everything was re- really weird. And Vanessa particularly was upset. He's now ex-fiance. Oh, true. Yeah. Nick and Vanessa broke up. Yeah. Oh, we should also address, uh, I found out that uh, David from last, one of the three Davids from last season's Bachelorette, the mm-hmm. villain. Uh, if you recall, and Davy, no, he wasn't a villain. No, no, he wasn't Davy. No, no, David, um, one of the two Davids, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Leah from this season are now apparently dating, according Ooh, to the internet. Okay, scandalous yeah. villain relationship. Well, you know they have a lot 
in common. Yeah. They're both on TV. Both manipulated by a bunch of producers. Yeah, exactly. They're probably that's a bonding yeah. thing. You know? Sure. Yeah. Um, Societally Good on them. I yeah. bless their Absolutely. union. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Bless the union. Mm. Uh, Rugby union, in fact. <laughs> Uh, the next challenge is thong tossing. Elora mistakes this for an underwear-related challenge. Uh, Pretty cute. Yeah. Uh, this is a boring sport, um, <laughs> more, more closely resembling uh, like a disappointing carnival game. Here's an interesting thing for you. Do you own a pair of thongs? Nope. Neither. No. Cool. There was a time in my life. Yeah. It's not today. Mm, this mm. is the thing. I went home to Ballina recently, and my friends were like, where are your thongs? And I was like, I don't. Melbourne, I'm, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, what are these things that you're wearing on your legs? And I was like, jeans? When I was in Brisbane, mm. um, I was going to go out for a long walk, yeah. maybe like 45 minutes or something. And it was like 22 degree heat yeah. and it's winter and this is crazy. Yes. All I had brought really was like a pair of long pants yes. and some jeans. And so my Airbnb host offered if I wanted to borrow some shorts. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the Brisbaneest thing ever. <laughs> I was also offered a beer when I arrived at the Airbnb and I was very disappointed that it was not a Forex gold. Uh, what can you do? <laughs> but, you know, you, know. you live um, on the brown snake, you got to drink the Forex. That's right. That is right. Uh, so I yeah they we watched the women frisbee their flip flops into an esky cool whatever um, there's no evidence of this in the actual date footage but Maddie tells us in confessional in confessional that if Jen gets this in her team wins this round I feel like they just made that up sure um, but she chokes uh, we cut to commercial I am bored um, at this point like I was watching this episode on the plane yeah um, and I was drinking because they gave us some complimentary red wine very nice uh, th- I've just you know, essentially, I'm just apologizing for my sloppiness. No, no. Um, uh, Slop is good. We encourage sloppy. Sure, on yeah. The of Hearts podcast. Um, the only thing we don't like to be sloppy is the five star reviews. Like, make yeah, sure yeah, yeah. Just primer. make sure those are taught. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the last game is beach volleyball, which is only interesting because I remember seeing a picture of this um, beach volleyball date in a tabloid thing like months and months yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was being used as evidence of like these are the people stay and stuff. I mean, now that we've seen it, it's just boring. It doesn't matter. Uh, Apparently, these women are incredibly naturally gifted at volleyball because this is a super intense game, though. Um, Although the orchestra is really working overtime to build the tension. (laughs) Um, And eventually, Maddie reveals that the winning team was Lisa's, um, which also included Kobe, Tara, and Elora. Where's Kobe been? Yeah. Had that date. Yep. And then just kind of like every so often we cross to Kobe for like a weird facial expression. That's about it. Yeah. And then she's yeah. very visual. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing um, else though. Yeah. Not really. I mean, that's not to say that she personally isn't, but in terms of what we're getting at. Yeah. yeah. So they gather by an open fire in the courtyard of a beautiful beachside mansion. Hot. Um, where they'll enjoy a barbecue and a few drinks to celebrate. Maddie pulls Tara away first. It's a great drop. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and there's a wonderful bit of business where she's halfway through eating a sausage and then she decides to take the sausage with her and then she says this is going to be the best chat with Maddie she's ever had. <laughs> Tara's so good. Give Tara's her own a- show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, Lisa candidly admits to Elora and Kobe that her feelings for Maddie don't seem to line up with the other women in the house at this point. Yeah. And we'll touch on that a little bit later. Um, Tara and Maddie chat about how Tara is a little bit more reserved in a group date setting than when she has Maddie to herself. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, it's barely, it's barely even worth mentioning from a plot perspective, but just Tara is very fun to watch and she's fun in this scene. Yeah. TBH, like you're competing for a dude's love against four other, five other women. Mm. Why wouldn't you be more reserved? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
That's that's natural. Yeah. Yes. That's group dynamics. Yeah. And then we just cut straight to the cocktail party. Right. Um, which is a, like a weird structural choice. It seemed like all four of the group date winners would get a little spotlight at the end, but it was just that little chat with Tara, and then we just move on. Uh, okay, so who else is on the group date? Lisa, Kobe, and Elora. Okay, so we can kind of count them all out a little bit, right? I mean, maybe. Um, it seems like Tara's the one that the edit wants us to focus on. Yeah, definitely out of these four. It's funny because I think of all four of them as, or uh, like I think of them as front runners. Sure. Um, Lisa, less so since the, the tennis and Pim's date. True. There hasn't been much since hasn't then. Hasn't been anything. Um, um, but yeah, Alora's had two dates. It's weird that we didn't see anything from her. Mm. And then Kobe uh, had that great date, but then that weird moment afterwards. I think it's just a time constraint thing. Must be. Yeah. Like we, we shouldn't necessarily read too much into it, but it was just kind of odd. Yeah. Um, if you've only got the chance to showcase one, though, uh, I think the one that you are showcasing is the most important one. Yeah, you picked a good one. Yeah. Um, so we go to the cocktail party. Um, Jen is concerned that the relationship between Maddie and Lisa is, quote, like brother and sister, and that this means that Lisa isn't, quote, here for the right reasons. Gross. Uh, yeah. Um, wait, wait, wait. So Jen has decided that that's how Lisa feels? She has decided that's what their relationship is like, <sighs> and so therefore Lisa is being... Uh, bad platonic <laughs> yeah yeah no no disinterested yeah not not a fan um she says to simone you should at least like him at this point um it's just kind of feels kind of judgmental i don't know um she there hasn't might be had a single date yeah and there might be other stuff that's contextualizing this that we don't see or whatever yeah, but yeah but it seems bad um jen reckons that this info about lisa needs to get to maddie pronto um and soon enough he appears and steals her away um he tells Jen that life is at a 10 out of 10 right now, but she admits that she's struggling. She says she's heard some things around the house and she's burdened by the weight of that knowledge. No. Um, just and talk about your own shit. I know, right? Yeah. Um, when asked, she says, I think you need to be really mindful of Lisa. She has turned around and openly said she sees you like a brother. She's not that into you, that you are only here to keep your social status up. And during this, they're like building the strings and it's like a very, you know, like in, in terms of her character development as a villain, this is kind of the moment that it's all sort of been built. It's into. the apex. Yeah. Um, and it's delivered pretty well <clears throat> on her part in terms of a bachelor yeah. like villain thing. Yeah. It is suspenseful and exciting right? and dramatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if she's going for like an Emmy or whatever, but uh, <laughs> we don't have Emmys. What do we have? Uh, Logie. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. She's um she's not usurping Asha Ketty anytime soon. No, certainly not. Yeah. And I think Asha deserves it every time. <laughs> yeah, it should be Asha Ketty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. Max has just put his arms up in the air. He's pulling his shirt up around his head like a suckle. <laughs> um, the camera cuts away from this villainous thing um, before the tension is resolved. Wait, were you drunk when you were writing this? What? This villainous thing? No, I'm, I'm improvising. <laughs> and thank you for saying yes and to my good bits. Um, we watch Maddie pull Lisa away from the group for more interrogation. I assume to find out whether this is true. Yeah. I don't assume. I watched the episode. You saw. <laughs> yes. Yes. Maddie runs Jen's accusations past Lisa, um, and while she's been put on the spot, she explains herself pretty well. Lisa clarifies that in the amount of time since their single date, and was it even a single date? No. It was in episode two, and I think it was just kind of like, hey, let's you go mentioned tennis. tennis. Let's go play tennis. Yeah. Um, she uses the phrase single date, but anyway, it's, it's okay. a technicality. Um, but yeah, the, the amount of time since then has meant that their connection feels a lot more distant, and the way that she talks to him is fairly similar to how she talked to a friend or a relative, which like I think is pretty understandable. Sure. Um, it's pretty hard to hang on to the feelings of still being in a relationship with somebody that you haven't given seen everything. in months. Yes. yes. And he's also dating 
tons of 12 other, other women that yeah. you know personally yeah. and yeah. live with. Yeah, and you hear about all of the dates. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Well, it's a crazy That's show, guys. It's understandable. Yeah. Um, on the issue of Maddie being the bachelor to raise his public profile, how dare anyone question Maddie's motives, <laughs> say the producers of this show. <laughs> he is here for one thing and one thing only, to fall in actual love, okay? And he will not be manipulated by any producers who suggest Certainly otherwise. Certainly not. Absolutely not, okay? And, and that's why he's doing the show for free, and they're not broadcasting this season, because his feelings are so true and real. Uh, got that? <laughs> got it. Got it. So anyway, the other women find out it was Jen who ratted Lisa out to Maddie. And Jen stands up for herself, but does not come off particularly well. Um, clearly, the emotions are really high, and the editing is about as cutthroat as it gets on this show. Elise questions whether Lisa actually said the thing about Maddie's motives, and Jen says, don't sit here and come at me saying she didn't say it, because she fucking did. I listened to the whole conversation. I was in my room doing sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, so, so there's something interesting about that, which is like, there seems to be a sl- slightly comedic edge to almost every mean thing that Jen says. Yes. And like, you can tell like from one angle, that's just to make it more like shareable and digestible and good for TV and yes. stuff. But then also it makes me think like maybe she's not as serious as it seems like she is. Exactly. And like all the editing and music and stuff is just trying to make us feel like, feel it like is. she's a huge, huge villain. And yeah. maybe she's the closest thing they've got post Leah. Yeah. 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 Um, and they were kind of setting her up for this, uh, for a long time, you know, with these villains, like they like to set them up on the bachelor for the fall. Yeah, definitely. You know? And it feels like vindicating once the villain goes home. You have this vanquishing sort of... Exactly, you know? And then we flounder for a little bit and then we find true love at the end. That's right, yeah. It's a pattern. Um, There's a quick cut and suddenly Jen is teary, saying, I wasn't doing it to be nasty. I really wasn't. I was just looking out for Maddie. I didn't do it in a malicious way. Yeah, all the sit-ups. She was just looking out for Maddie. (laughs) Yeah. She wasn't doing those malicious (laughs) sit-ups you hear so much about. I mostly do malicious (laughs) sit-ups. Um, tall gem is malicious <laughs> Oh I said it wrong So this next part is interesting It's it's another like Sort of breakdown Of the artifice of the show Yeah um, And I took notes in a lot of detail Because it's it's quite interesting What we're shown And what we hear And where this audio comes from And where this video comes from May not necessarily be the same place Yeah um, we'll, we'll talk about it But I'll, sure, I'll, I'll sure. go into the extreme detail It's very very fascinating And it's uh, also worth noting That Jasmine The producer from earlier this season mm. Is not this person. Not the same person, yeah. Mm. Um, So Jen walks off camera into a small room with a dining table. We see her being comforted by this blonde-haired producer. She's faced away from the camera, and we hear audio of Jen's voice saying, I'm so over these bitches. I just want to go home. I'm so above mean girls. I graduated high school ages ago. Which, like, maybe she was just talking about how she doesn't like the movie Mean Girls because she watched it in high school and that was a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The the context... Yeah, It's, uh, it's, it's a real technique um after this we see a handheld camera shot of an empty corridor and then increasingly chopped and screwed audio of jen's voice saying i know what i did was just game changing i know it was game changing for him i know it was game changing out there i know it was game changing for me i know that and then we hear what i assume is the producer's voice saying of course it is game changing and jen says i'm the game changer i'm not a game changer this is essentially gibberish. Like, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't There's really make heads or tails of this. Sense. Yeah, and it's like this is the usable part of this conversation. Yeah. If it really even happened, yeah, like it's it's very strange. Yes. Um, in confessional, 
like directly to camera and we see her say it. Jen says, the house, it's full of bitches. They are 100% fake. I would not trust them as far as I can throw them. But this is definitely a recap that takes place after the fact. Absolutely. Um, And then we hear Jen say, I want to go. And the producer says, you're just going to be the girl that disappears without saying anything to anybody. And Jen says, I don't want to say anything to any of those girls. None of them are worth bleep. Yep. Weird also how some things are censored and some things aren't. Definitely. And I don't know enough about like Australian broadcast like laws to, to oh, say. I've done a lot of classific- classification training. Oh, you would have. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I know in like the States, there's like a certain number. Like they just give them a certain number of like swear words that they're allowed to use. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like specifics based on the context and sure. that sort of thing. Um, but it is interesting that like w- there's a lot that it seems like you can get away with this, on this show. There's quite a bit of coarse language, yes, um, and horse dangling, yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> but then sometimes there's bleeps. There are bleeps, and, and I, I almost feel like the bleep is inserted here to raise the impact because you're not quite sure what she says, so you assume the worst. Perhaps, but it's also in relation to defamation, right? Yeah. So like legally, Jen can say like uh, uh, this shit's fucked, you mm. know, um, mm. and sh- the fuck might get beeped out because it's a pg show at 7 30 p.m yeah but she can't say this girl's a bitch right or like this girl is shit right or this girl eats shit yeah 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 because that is somewhat i guess that's the difference yeah yeah yeah, exactly you know what i mean um and so there is that level of uh like legal that comes into it Mm -hmm. and then classification as well in terms of like how they the the people who work at Channel Ten grade the episode as an episode that's PG and it needs to fit in the time slot and be ra- ratings appropriate. Sure, and sure. If there has been like the requisite amount up to this point of explicit whatever, yeah, you know that might be the point at which they're like, cool, we need We've to cut, cut this off. word, yeah, 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 because it has, in this case, more dramatic impact. Yeah, I think that's right. It's a combination of those elements. So they're mm-hmm. like, there is a there's a certain number of swear words or whatever that we can include, and it just so happens that this one is one that we can drop without compromising any exactly drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and also like the other thing is like, uh, you know, if there are six in a row or something like that, like mm. someone's like, you fucking shit for like, you know, like yeah, that's where you kind of beat that out because the impact is like you've got to gauge the impact on the audience, and Jen is being very direct here. Yeah, um, as it pertains to the other women in the house sure you know and uh that can be viewed as slanderous so i think this stuff is interesting because the show wants us to think that we're getting some behind the scenes peek into what really happened when in actual fact these parts and and we've seen this sort of thing pop up before this season um uh these parts seem to be really a whole lot more manipulated than when things seem to be running smoothly Mm -hmm. Um, and, and part of it is them covering their asses, but some of it is also definitely them creating the illusion of complexity and, yep. and there's a lot going on here and, and that kind of thing. Um, the, the Frankenbite style of narration, that's kind of a reality TV concept that, that maybe you're aware definitely, of, yes. um, where essentially they just take little bits of speech and paste them together in such a way to give them the maximum impact. Yes. Um, forms full sentences. And impactful sentences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and and it's totally over the top here, as it was when uh, Xian left the house earlier. Yes, in sort of similar circumstances. Certainly. Um, it's a tool that lets them condense all the most exaggerated aspects of the character uh, into a really short time span in order to manufacture story. Correct. Um, and it's crazy. It's dumb. <laughs> it's yeah. Really messed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, keep an eye out for that. Like you can hear it. You can tell when a sentence isn't put together 
properly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just have to keep an ear out for truncation, basically. Mm. If you're like, well, that ended in a strange spot. Mm. Um, you know, and there are people who are very, very good at this and excellent at their jobs and in putting sentences together. But mm. Frankenbytes are definitely a thing that exists as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And across all reality TV. Yes. And, and even outside of that. Yeah. To a certain degree. Um, anyway. Uh, it's easy to do. As someone sure. who works in radio um, and would never do this. But it's easy to do. I mean, it's not that dissimilar to like editing a podcast, right? You know, like we cut the parts that aren't that impactful, such as us going, uh, uh, "I have to pee," uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, so naturally, the thing that you're getting this tight ninety minute episode, beautiful <laughs> is, ninety is minutes of crisp episode. and without a wasted syllable. <laughs> and every single thing that we say, we're proud yeah, yeah. of and stand behind. Exactly. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet Have you seen the show The Simpsons? Never. <laughs> no. Um, so anyway, Jen says she is not settling for anything less than she deserves. She walks down the driveway, dragging her luggage alongside her. In her recap, she says, I knew there would be girls who needed to try and cut other girls down just to make themselves feel better. Yeah. I knew they were going to be intimidated by me. I don't know if they think I'm a threat or if they're just complete bitches. All of them, they can get bleep. Which, okay. Who knows what that could be? Who exactly knows what that could be? Um, mm. There is, and I feel like you are meant to feel an amount of pot kettle here. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Um, and yeah, there's. I mean, Jen is is continuing to play into her character. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I think we're allowed to have a bit of a, a chuckle at it and think, uh, oh, for someone who's oh, been irony. made to the. Oh yes. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is exactly what it is, and it's meant to feel like comeuppance. Yeah. Uh, who knows how much of it is true? Mm. Uh, however, like I understand, you know, the feeling of satisfaction um, mm. that accompanies her exit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, she was going to go, like yep. we said before. Yep. Um, she was never long for this world. She was kind of mean. Mm-hmm. She could be a bit of a bully. Yep. Um, she's not our favorite person on the show. Nope. Um, as much as we have sympathy for aspects of the way that she was treated, as we do with everybody. Absolutely. Uh, I think it will be... Interesting now, there's no villains really anymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're down to eight. Um, and it's, it is fascinating like that we have those, uh, you know, sound bites. And she was the person who gave those sound bites. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, she's not a villain, uh, villainous character without actually giving that contextual, uh, like, like backup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, she had to say these things for them to, you know, uh, uh, how how much they're chopped and screwed and that kind of thing. Sure. We yes. talk about that a lot, but also like they need something, they need a recording of her saying mean stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and she seems to be someone who seems to have been willing to have gone on record with mean stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and we've had, yeah. we've talked a little about conspiracy theories about like, maybe they get paid extra if they agree sure, to be a villain yes, or whatever. We have talked about that. There's no, there's no basis for that, but I just think it's, it's a little more fun and also kind of makes some of their behavior a little more believable. Yeah. Cause we like to think that everyone's nice. Well, this is true. Uh, yeah. We think the best of people here in the bachelor of hearts podcast. Yeah. Uh, but also you think about the last two bachelor, like the real villains, like Lorena and, uh, Kira from last season. Kira, that's her yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. Both ended up on Australian. I'm a celebrity. Get me Ooh, out of here. Very good point. So could be a thing. I wouldn't be surprised. Could she'd, be a thing. she'd be right at home. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're not podcasting about it, sorry. <laughs> um, Bachelor New Zealand, though? Fuck yeah, yeah come at us. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, that's that's it. That's the end of the episode. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. It was fine. Oofa doofa. Oofa doofa is exactly what we should call the episode. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Max. <laughs> Where was the yes and there? No, I don't know. <laughs>
<laughs> I, I was just trying to be. I was thinking you probably said something funnier than that in this episode. Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, whatever I said about Tara and T. Mm. Max, I missed you. It nah, was, it's, it's been, been so nice long. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do another episode pretty soon, like two days time, something like something that. like that. Yeah, you'll um, be sick of me by then. No, not nah, at all. Come won't. on, now. I know it's nice. Maybe yeah. our listeners will be. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you for, for speaking with us. We are sorry this episode was so late. It was yeah. kind of out of our hands. Um, but hopefully you guys enjoyed it anyway. And uh, and yeah, we'll be back very soon. Can't wait. Um, have an incredible f- few days. Yep. <laughs> Look after each Two other. Two to three. Um, I should say we, we did come here to make friends. Correct. Um, and if you would like to be our friend, um, there's only one way to do it. Any Correct. other relationship or friendship in my life... It's fake. It's fake. It's meaningless. If you haven't left me a five-star iTunes review, I don't give a shit about you. How do you know? Exactly. Exactly. Well, like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. How do I know? Like, mm. do you really care? Do it only you takes think that 30 he's a five-star seconds. kind of guy? Yeah. 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 And my friend Max, do you like him? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's pretty funny. <laughs> Um, so head over to yeah, head over to Stitcher or, or uh, podcast Apple Podcasts. Um, give us a good review because that way other people see that and then they go, oh, uh, that person. Oh, okay, that's how they find out about about the big pod. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and also we're on social media everywhere. Look for Boh Pod or yeah. just search for Bachelor of Hearts on Bing or Google. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> Ask Jeeves about could, us. Yeah, yeah. Do you think we could bring back Bing it? Why not? Just bring it. Like, <laughs> wait, fuck. I can't. I can't bring believe. it. Oh, damn it. What if there was a this Kirsten is Dunst movie? <laughs> Bing it on. <laughs> Bing it on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> All right. Um, three cheers for us. Yeah. Cheers. Cheerleading. Cheers. Uh, um, uh, for Sweet Revenge as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, God damn. Uh, we, we're going to come back so soon. Um, so it's not even goodbye. It's spell you later and uh have a good week we love you very much I wish you all the very best and um goodbye Bye. is there anything else love you yeah. Bye.